Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm your host, Stephanie. This is part two of my conversation with Lisa Thompson. We were talking about reading the Bible and she was giving some practical tips, ways that you can focus on reading the Bible and just ways that you can free yourself from feeling overwhelmed, um, but also just being called to actually commit to a daily practice of reading your Bible and spending time with Jesus. So listen into part two. I know you're going to be inspired by what Lisa shares. I was so inspired by our conversation. I hope you enjoy friends. I definitely did. If you're looking for questions to ask yourself, the three big questions, and I said it earlier, is what, what do I learn about God as I'm reading this? What am I learning about his character, his attributes, the way he's responding to this, the way he saw people, you know, Jesus, when you read the gospels, Watch every move, study every habit, look at every response, look at the questions he asked. And then what do I learn about myself? Oh, wow, I find myself resisting this or, oh, I'm afraid of this or, wow, I get excited by this. And then what is this teaching me about the world I'm living in and how can I practice what God has revealed in this passage? Let's not just be hearers of the word, but, you know, James calls us to do what it says as we obey. I, I think sometimes the hardest part of applying scripture comes down to the obedience piece. And I think that's what I love about God is that, you know, through his Holy Spirit, we are actually given, um, just that we can have the desire and the will to obey as we bring that to God. You know, Lord, I don't want to practice this right now. I don't want to forgive this person. I want to have a bad attitude. I don't want to resolve this conflict. I don't want to be a good steward with my money. And yet we can activate that part of our faith where we say, but Holy Spirit, you do. Would you change my mind, my attitude, my heart? Give me the will. And um, and God does that. He is so faithful to give us um, everything that we need to to obey, to practice, to to activate these promises into our life. It's not on us. It's, it's on him. And, but we have to, we have to acknowledge that we have to come to that kind of surrendered place that says, you know, Lord, I don't have the will to do this, but I know you do. So will you help me do this right now? And he does. He's so faithful to respond so quickly when we have that kind of a posture mm-hmm. that, that, that wants to obey and the blessing and the fruit of obedience is life. I mean, a lot of life right now, um, you know, obviously is being um, sabotaged by our circumstances, right? We're focusing on all the unknowns and the problems and the fears and the loss and the suffering. And, and, and those are real things. And we, we have, freedom to respond in real ways we don't have to manage that for god but we also our faith also says something different but there's a way to still go through this season to go through these hard things and still walk abundantly still walk um you know in a place of great peace and and blessing and i think the bible is just story after story 
stories after stories that have been written that show us that circumstances were very hard for the disciples, were very hard for the, the writers of what we read, but they didn't allow that to rob them of that abundant, adventurous, blessed life. I mean, we just celebrated Easter yesterday, and Easter is about the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and we can look in any of the Gospels and see the disciples who walked with Jesus before he went to the cross were, you know, they were a mixed group of people, and they didn't have faith, mm -hmm. and they were, you know, they had a lot of fear, and but something happened when when they saw Jesus die. And they witnessed that brutal death. And, and then when they encountered him three days later, their lives were transformed. And they went on to become people that were so bold and so unhindered by their limitations because they were now living in the spirit of God, you know, and, and the power of God. And they were the martyrs. They were the early martyrs. They were willing to die for the things in this world to pursue the things of of heaven, the king, God's kingdom purposes. And so I read stuff like that, and I just go, Lord, I may not be there right now in my faith, but boy, that's the journey I want to be on, right? I want to be more and more committed to having a faith like that than I want to do underachieving spiritually. Like I, I want to leave it all out in my lifetime and not be shrinking back because I'm afraid or because I just don't know what I'm missing out um, on. And so when you get in the Bible, you're called to a different lifestyle. You're called to different purposes. It changes you. That's that's a crazy thing, you know, it, mm -hmm. it, it changes you. And so as you align your life up with scripture and your priorities with scripture, um, you know, you begin to find this, this, this life that's actually, you're living more than living less. You know, I think sometimes people feel like the Bible and obeying God is going to hinder their fun factor or hinder, um, you know, the dreams that they've come up with on their own. And it's completely, couldn't be further from the truth. It actually opens up, opens up the ceiling about what God wants to do in your marriage. You think you have a, a good marriage as you're managing that on your own and with limited information. <laughs> Wait till you get into God's word and see what kind of marriage he has for you and how, how to walk, you know, with your with your spouse um, in in your marriage, it's just it's incredible, you know. Or parenting, you know. Mm -hmm. So I think for me right now, honestly, Stephanie, if I could just say one more thing, because you're just getting me started, and I I know that you have a limited time for this podcast, but no, but I love it. Keep going. <laughs> I think my 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 encouragement to any of you, um, mamas and young women listening and hopefully there's older women listening too because we we all need um to be in each other's lives um but one of the things i'm thinking about is we are living in um just such a technological informational um, world that we can quickly get information to anything we want like just 
you just search it up on your phone and it's like instant information. And even, even spiritually speaking, you know, we can just go right to our phone and we can Google a question we have about faith or we can get an answer. You know, we need a verse on anxiety or we need a verse on, you know, how to love your husband or a verse on parenting. And we can just get these like instant fixes or we go to Instagram and we, we see other people's posts about, you know, their little, their Bible and their coffee and their little time with God. And it's all pretty and cute and all that. But I think what we're missing right now is we are spiritually not taking time to learn how to feed ourselves and take our own journey with God. We're almost looking at other people's faith as almost like osmosis. If I can just have that rub off on me, mm-hmm. um, uh, just to get a little bit of spiritual something, then then that that'll be good. I'm going to feel good for a minute, but we're not really learning how to dig in to, to, to our relationship with God, dig into our Bible for ourselves. Our attention spans have become much shorter. And, you know, God just is, God is, I just think asking us in this season, maybe while we're on this kind of this quarantine Maybe he's asking us to sit a little longer with him and to sit just with him, not sit with someone else who sat with Jesus. You know, we follow all these people. We follow all these great spiritual leaders and, you know, people that have written books and pastors and preachers and speakers and teachers. But but just God wants to take time just with you because he has something so important to reveal, unique to you, unique to your circumstance. And we miss those opportunities when when we're just relying on other people's faith journey. He wants us to take that journey with him as well. And it's discipline and it's going to take some time, but the, the result of that is going to be so worth it. So worth it. Especially as you get further into being married and raising kids in this world and heck just living in this unknown world, you know, what our future is going to look like. Do you want it shaped by other people's faith? Do you want it shaped by, you know, all the information you're reading every day and on your phone, or do you want it shaped by your own relationship with God and the power of scripture that he wants to release into your mind and in your heart and into your circumstances that will make all the difference in how you respond and how you walk your life on this side of eternity out. There are more days of joy and hope and peace and contentment and great purpose and adventure, but you have to take that step of faith to, to discipline yourself to commit to that process with the Lord. And that is opening up your Bible and settling your mind and your heart, putting your phone away, you know, um, or if you're using a Bible app, using your Bible app. But, you know, I can't do my Bible app, Stephanie, because I'll have something will ping me. It'll be like an Instagram Mm -hmm. message. And I'm quickly leaving my Bible verse to go check my message that just came in. I just can't do it. So I have to really know myself and my limitations. 
and put some protective boundaries around my time with God. So I use my big Bible. I think it's really important to have a big Bible because there's something about holding the Bible, the beginning of the story and the end of the story in your hand. And it helps you familiarize yourself with all the other places in your Bible as you move from book to book and passage to passage. It's like one big treasure hunt. So I have both. I have some good Bible apps on my phone, but I certainly have my Bible app. It's always open and it's front and center in my home. So helpful. I think everything you said was so powerful and, you know, it's, it made a, it helped a verse just come to mind, which I heard a speaker mention this when I was listening to a talk over the weekend, second Corinthians 12, nine, um, you know, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. Mm -hmm. So I think we can be weak and not have that discipline. Right. And, you know, we can ask God, help me, you know, help me to have discipline and help me to read my Bible every day. I want to Lord. And it's like, you know, St. Paul, I think is the one who said, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And Absolutely. so I think if we recognize that, that we have that weakness, but God wants to transform it. Right. I think that gives me so much hope. And I, okay. I think that's why I like that passage so much because I definitely struggle with that discipline. And I am like you, Lisa, I cannot do the Bible app because yeah. <laughs> I will get super distracted. I have to have my phone put away face down somewhere. Yeah. Or else I will just look at it. I just can't help it. It's too tempting. Um, And so I think it is good to know yourself and know, you know, your limitations. Like you said, I definitely have the same limitation, but I think this, this verse from second Corinthians, it just really, I mean, really this, the verses that follow too are just beautiful, but just how, you know, God's power is shown in our weakness. So I think that always encourages me that you know, we're not left alone in this um, when we really do want to seek God and we're making efforts to open our Bible every day. Right. You know, come Holy Spirit is one of my favorite prayers um, just because it's so simple and even a tired mom (laughs) can say it. Um, And it's so powerful because, Yeah. yeah, we're not left on our own. Like we can, we have the gift of the Holy Spirit. Um, and he wants to help us. So I always, that's so encouraging to me. I love that verse. And as you were talking, it just came to my mind and I was like, oh, I heard that in a talk this weekend. So I guess that must be a verse I need to really dig into this week. Um, cause God really does speak to us through the Bible. He really yeah. does. Yeah. And I, and I think that even being honest with where you're at in the season about what keeps you from, from taking that time and, and disciplining yourself to understand God and understand yourself through, through reading is an important, honest conversation to have, you know, I mean, so I, I've heard a lot of excuses, a lot of women feel, you know, it's, it's confusing. It doesn't make sense to them and, um, or they're afraid of what they're going to find out or discover or they're afraid they can't obey, or they're going to fail. You know, all these things I think are important things to bring to God. But to kind of go back to what you just said is, 
God is good with our weakness. I mean, he, he knows we're weak and, and it's really not on us. Um, it's really going to be on him, our availability and then his spirit working in us to, to help transform our thinking and our hearts and, and our activities. And so if you can just, that first step of faith is, Lord, I'm going to just commit to 10 minutes a day. I'm going to read the gospel. I'm going to read a psalm a day. I'm just going to commit to that and let God grow that in you. Let him do that work, but commit to something. Something's better than nothing. And um, and then just invite the Holy Spirit in. And the other thing I think God is, he knows our hearts so well. So he's so kind and patient. I think he knows, especially as being moms, he knows those days we really want to see, you know, spend time with him. The busyness and the challenges and the stresses of our day have gotten the best of us. And sometimes it's just even telling God, you know, Lord, I really did want to spend time with you. And just the day, it didn't happen today, but instead of guilting yourself and beating yourself up just don't listen to that voice because that's not the voice of God the voice of God says I know honey I know you tried it's totally fine I was with you today you know I'm still working whether you open your Bible or not so you know you just start the next day and, and hopefully you find that time but God is not condemning and beating us up when we don't get time with him at all so <laughs> Be, be able to discern that voice. Okay, that's it for part two. Listen to part three, episode 39.75. <laughs> we just had such a great time chatting and it was just such a fabulous conversation. I had to include all three parts and I know each one of them will encourage you and inspire you in your walk with the Lord in a different way. So definitely tune into part three if you have the time and I'm so grateful to have you here. God bless you, and I'll chat with you soon. Bye for now.